a wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive, beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the reward she's earned, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Let's pray. Master, we are grateful to be here today, Lord. Thank you for the moms, uh, Father, who have impacted us. Thank you for those ladies who, Father, were willing to think about more than themselves and to love us, Lord. Uh, I pray that you guide us in our time that remains, that we would worship you. In your name we pray. Amen. Um, I get on Facebook occasionally. I, I really don't do too much there. I kind of glance down through there and see if I happen to see something, and I'll hit a like button every now and then, or maybe two or three words on a comment. But sometime back, I was going down through there, and I never do this, but I looked over to the side, and someone was instant messaging me. You know, you've added so many people, half the time you don't know. You forget. And it was a dear lady I hadn't seen in years. It was at another church we were at. And so we started, you know, talking for a few minutes. And all of a sudden she said, My mom really loved you. And, of course, I was taken aback. I thought, wow. But then I remembered this lady, and she loved everybody. So, yeah, she loved me, but she was just like that with everybody. Matter of fact, this dear lady in that section where she lived, uh, man, she was cherished. And I had found out at one point while I was there that she ended up raising 19 kids. <laughs> was it any wonder she was loved? There's uh, something about a godly mom, something about a godly woman, where uh, love is evident. Um, yeah, they love you, but it's kind of like they love everybody. And as we look at this section of Scripture that is spoken of, a uh, in my Bible, it has the epitop, uh, the wife of noble character. Uh, we see a woman who loves. Now, here's the thing about love. You know, it's not always gushy. Sometimes love involves doing something that hurts, that's painful. And when you reach out and meet the needs of other people, it, sometimes it can get messy and it can get kind of dirty. You know, like the woman she was asked, uh, they said, uh, you, you raised a bunch of kids. said, if you could do it all over again, would you have children? And she thought for a moment and she said, yes, just not the same ones. <laughs> It'd be a tough job. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to read to you, just have some fun with this. Someone had written uh, this insightful piece called uh, uh, A Resume of a Mom Position. Mother, mom, mama, mommy, mama, ma. <laughs> Job description. Long-term, team players needed for challenging permanent work in an often chaotic environment. Candidates must possess excellent communication, organizational skills, and be willing to work variable hours, which will include evenings, weekends, and frequent 24-hour shifts on call. 
Some overnight travel required, including trips to primitive camping sites on rainy weekends, endless sports tournaments in faraway cities, travel expenses not reimbursed, extensive courier duties also required, responsibilities the rest of your life. (laughs) Must be willing to be hated, at least temporarily, until someone needs five bucks. Must be willing to bite tongue repeatedly. (laughs) Also, must possess the physical stamina of a pack mule and be able to go from zero to 60 miles an hour in three seconds flat in case this time the screams from the backyard are not someone just crying wolf. Must be willing to face stimulating technical challenges such as small gadget repair, mysteriously sluggish toilets, and stuck zippers. (laughs) Must screen phone calls, maintain calendars, coordinate production of multiple homework projects. Must have the ability to plan and organize social gatherings for clients of all ages and mental outlooks. (laughs) Must be willing to be indispensable one minute and embarrassment the next. (laughs) Must handle assembly and product safety testing of a half million cheap plastic toys and battery-operated devices. (laughs) Must always hope for the best, but be prepared for the worst. Must assume final, complete accountability for the quality of the end product. Responsibilities also include floor maintenance, janitorial work throughout the facility. Possibility for advancement and promotion, none. (laughs) Your job is to remain the same position for years without complaining, constantly retraining and updating your skills so that those in your charge can ultimately surpass you. Previous experience, none required, unfortunately. (laughs) On-the-job training offered on a continually exhausting basis. Wages and compensation, get this, you pay them. Offering frequent raises and bonuses. A balloon payment is due when they turn 18 because the Assumption College will help them become financially independent. When you die, you give them whatever's left. The oddest thing about this reverse salary scheme is you actually enjoy it and wish you could do more. And then benefits. No health or dental insurance, no pension, no tuition reimbursement, no paid holidays, no stock options offered. However, this job supplies limitless opportunities for personal growth and free hugs for life if you play your cards right. As we go through the scriptures, uh, it talks about a woman of noble character. In Proverbs 12, verse 4, it says, A wife of noble character is her husband's crown, but a disgraceful wife is like decay in his bones. Wow. Wow in his bones. But it says that a, a wife of noble character is her husband's crown. What's the purpose of a crown? A crown brings honor, and a crown shines. When you see it upon the head of a person, you, you think of one who's important. And as you think of a godly woman, you think of one who is always looking out for somebody else. Caring for somebody else, loving somebody else, trying to make another person look good, trying to make another person excel, another person succeed. There is just this unselfish love that that streams out of a a godly mother. And then in uh, Proverbs 14, 1, you go over a couple of pages here. I guess it's just a page in my Bible. The wise woman builds her home, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears hers down. Yes, there is the opportunity to tear a home down when you don't walk in God, with God. But it says the wise woman builds her house. You see, th- there's a difference between a house and a home. You can have a house, but oftentimes, especially we guys, man, making it a home, it's tough. 
Um, one of the guys Nathan played soccer with, I saw his dad last year, and he's joined the military. I can't remember what branch. And I said, so how's Richard doing the military? He said, everything's great. Three hots and a cot. And, you know, I thought of that, man. That's our idea. Feed me three times a day. Give me a place to sleep. I'm happy. Everything else, we'll just let it go. And, and I can remember when I was in seminary, and especially uh, that last summer that I was there, and they closed down the cafeteria. Man, I was so glad to not eat any more canned chicken and dumplings and canned greens. Because that was cheap. <laughs> That's what I ate a lot of. And how wonderful it was. Uh, you know, when C and I got married, oh man, home cooking. And, 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 and you know, the house becomes a home. you got pictures on the walls. And, 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 and you know, you got that feminine touch that, I'm not good at. Many guys kind of miss. But just just a, a joy of, of a home that, um, that a godly woman provides, a, a lady provides. I know sometimes that's got to be tiring, that job. And, and I just encourage you ladies that may be a little tired this morning. I want to go down through um, the text here in Proverbs 31. And, and notice that the first verse says, it's the sayings of Kim... A king, Lemuel, an oracle his mother taught him. These words were taught to him by his mom. As you come down to verse 10 through the end of the chapter, uh, it's interesting in the original language in Hebrew, each verse, each section, starts with a letter of the Hebrew alphabet. There are 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. And so you go down through each one of these... And, you know, it would be equivalent to our A, B, C, D. You know, as you get down through the alphabet. Why was it written that way? Why was it shared that way? Because it was meant to be memorized. It was meant to be learned. It was meant to be something that you could call to mind and recite. You see, the, the word here, King Lemuel, uh, the name means belonging to God. And, and there, there was tradition, legend, that... Uh, his mom called him little king, one who belonged to God. And, and she taught him these words, and, and, and these words did not just stop here, but went down through the Jewish culture. And often at the dinner table, on that specified night, the different ones at the table had committed these words to heart. And, and they would share about a, a woman of noble character, a godly woman. And can you imagine what it must have been like for, for, for her to sit there and, and hear her husband and hear her son and, and to hear her daughter share these words of, of what it means to, to be a noble woman. A woman that loves and a woman that matters and, and a woman that cares. And, and, and these words were reassuring. And, and especially in a day where it seems like parents are not seen as valuable and, and not rewarded and, and through so much of the media are, are put down and, and pushed aside. But, but not the case here as we go through here. And I, I want to just spend a couple of minutes, I'm not going to go through all this, but just make a few points in this text. Uh, he starts out here in verse 10. It says, A wife of noble character who can find. In other words, she's rare. She's irreplaceable. A woman who spends time and, and love and, and sweat equity in the home and, and with the family. And there's no one like her. The, the love that she offers, it, it's 
You miss her. I remember when my mom died and someone asked me a few weeks later, um, how you doing? I said, I'm, I'm doing fine. I, said, I guess the thing is, as I think about mom, I think, you know, there's few, everybody says I love you, but there's few people who love you, and there's fewer still that really love you, and mom's one of those people. Ah, you know? And, and, so in this instance here, you know, that, that's, that's a precious, precious part of the family, the mom. And it says she's worth far more than rubies. You can't put a price tag on her. And in verse 28, it says, Her children arise, call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. She's not taken for granted. And I guess that's a wise lesson for all of us. The people in your life that you love, don't take them for granted. You know, don't 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 be like the the husband who you know never told his wife he loved her, and they went to counseling, and the counselor said, "When was the last time you told your wife you loved her?" And he said, "On our wedding day." He said, "On your wedding day, she needs to hear it. Why don't you tell her?" He said, "He said, listen, buddy. He said I told her I loved her, and I meant it. And if I change my mind, I'll tell her. It doesn't work that way, guys. She needs to know she's cherished." She needs to know she's loved and, and that she's valuable. And, 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 you know, tell her. Like it says here in verse 28, you know, as you get up, tell her. Let her know that she's special to you. And I love that verse 29. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Let her know, hey, there's a lot of great women out there, but I'm glad God has you here. Then as you come down here to uh, verse 30, what a great verse. Charm is deceptive. Beauty's fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Hey, there's nothing wrong with outward beauty. Uh, it's it's great. Matter of fact, you know, us guys, outward beauty attracts us. No doubt about it. You know, I had a teacher in college, I'll never forget, he said, there's nothing wrong with putting a little paint on the barn. You know, hey, it's good to, to look good and to take care of your outward appearance. But whereas the outward beauty attracts our attention, the inner Inward beauty keeps it. You see someone and you're drawn, but what keeps you there is what you discover once you get to know them. It's that inner beauty that's inside that, that makes the difference. And uh, Abraham Lincoln said, No man who has a godly mother is poor. <laughs> Notice here back in verse 11, Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. This was a day where women really had very little value. They were just basically at the level of property in many of the societies and in this society. And he says, in the midst of that kind of thinking, he looks at her and says, I have full confidence in you. You're, you're my crown. You're, you're my support. You're my best friend. You're the one I look to. Um, God's brought you into my life. And... and you know, just so critical and, and, and so crucial to have that kind of confidence. He he says, "Man, she's in my corner." What a what a blessing to have. You know, a godly wife, godly mom. She's in my corner. She's my biggest supporter. She's there when everybody walks out. <laughs> you, you think of some of the women in the Bible that wasn't true. There was Eve. You know, we kid about her. You know, with the fruit. But the truth of the matter is, she didn't go and say, "Adam, don't eat this." I don't read about that anywhere. Or Jezebel. I mean, she was turning the heart of her husband away from the Lord, not toward the Lord. 
Or we think about Potiphar's wife. as She tried to seduce Joseph and, and was untrue to her husband. And, and, and then Sarah, you know, what kind of deal is that? I know she was barren and she couldn't have kids, but, you know, it's like, hey, you know... This other lady that works here, you know, you guys go out and, and, and bring us a kid, you know. Go ahead, have a big time. You know, that's crazy thinking. And, and it, you know, so a woman that's faithful to the Lord and faithful to the family, man, what a, what a wonderful gift. What a wonderful treasure. You know, it's marvelous. And you come down through here. I'm not going to really spend time on, on the Scripture in between here, but, man, she was industrious. She didn't get caught up on this and almost have a real guilt trip. I'm not that kind of woman. I can't do this stuff. I mean, you go down through here, you know, selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. And, and I mean, it's, it's impressive, all of this stuff. Here's the point I just want to make with it all. A woman's to be praised who is there. Who's faithful to God and That's what, as the years go by, that's, that's so precious. I'll never forget that dear lady that raised 19 kids. You know, I'd, I'd go spend some time because I loved her too. She's just a precious lady. So many people in the community loved her. And uh, she just loved them. And they knew it. Man, they can't, you can't, you know, you can't replace that. Look with me at verse 25. It says, She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She's got that right perspective. There's that inner strength. She walks with class. She has a dignity about her that, that circumstances don't dictate or control. Um, she, she has a strength that, that is evident no matter what she faces. I love that she can laugh at the days to come. Just that strength. I, I've got a video that I asked to be shown that... Man, I thought that this dear lady is a woman of inner strength and beauty, uh, older lady. And this came out, I think, back in 2007. I'd seen I said, this is perfect for this. It's like three minutes. So bear with me as she preaches this part of the sermon for us. You're watching Action News Live at 10. A woman about to be mugged in the parking lot of a Walmart turned things around on her would-be attacker. Without a gun, without pepper spray, she protected herself. I was lucky enough to meet Pauline Jacoby in Dyersburg. She told me about the powerful words that saved her and could possibly save her attacker, too. I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins. 92-year-old Pauline Jacoby reads her Bible every day. Her strong faith keeps her going in life and in the process may have saved it. Jacoby had just finished putting away her groceries inside her car at a nearby Walmart. Only seconds after Jacoby got into her car, a man jumped in the passenger side. The man told Jacoby he had a gun and that he would shoot her if she didn't give him money. I said, no, I'm not going to give him my money. Jacoby told him no three times. Then she started to talk to him. You know, as quick as you kill me, I'll go to heaven and you go to hell. She told him to ask God for forgiveness. I said, Jesus is in this car and... He goes with me everywhere I go. And uh, <laughs> he just started looking around, and the tears began coming in his eyes. Jacoby ministered the man for 10 minutes inside her car. And he says, I, I think I'll go home and pray tonight. I said, you know, I have to wait a minute. 
Just you can just pray anytime you want to. As tears were rolling down the man's face, Jacoby voluntarily gave him all the money she had. Ten dollars. And when I told him I was going to give him the money, I said, don't you spend it on whiskey either. <laughs> the man thanked her for the money, and then... Reached over and kissed me on the cheek. <laughs> and walked away. He walked away. Caught national attention, and we've gotten so many calls and emails from church leaders who want to show her story to their congregations in order to teach others how to minister. Jacoby's story also aired on the Today Show. They tried to get her to come to New York for a visit. Too humble to take credit, Jacoby said, no thank you. She says she prefers spreading the word right here at home. In the meantime, police are still searching for the man who tried to rob Miss Jacoby. If you have information, call Dyer County Crime Stoppers at 731-285-TIPS. Oh, he probably got saved and quit dealing, you know, <laughs> with the inner strength of a godly woman like that. You know, so often in the media, uh, women are portrayed either as objects or starlets. There's so much more. And, and that's what the scripture depicts as a woman that's beyond just what you get at first glance. A woman who loves the Lord and loves you. That, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> um, in close with a story, four preachers got together and said, what's your favorite translation of the Bible? First one said, my favorite translation is the New King James Version because I love the eloquent way English is used. The second one said, my favorite translation is the New American Standard Bible because of the way it is so faithful to the original text. They take great pains to be accurate in the Hebrew and the Greek. The third one said, I like the NIV because of the readability. You know, I, I can read it and it just flows. Fourth guy said, well, my favorite translation of the Bible is Mother's Translation. <laughs> I looked at him and said, you mean your mother translated the Bible from the original language? No, I mean my mother translated the Bible into her daily life. And watching her led me to an understanding of a God who loves me completely. And I came to know Jesus and find forgiveness. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for mothers, Lord and grandmothers and those precious ladies that love us, Lord, that love you. <laughs> Father, I pray that that kind of love, Father, would be experienced throughout this place today because it's just a picture of the greatest love of all, the love of God found in Jesus Christ who loved us too much to stay up in heaven on a throne that chose to come here and, Father, to suffer and to go to a cross, to come back from the grave and, and to conquer death and to head to heaven and be there praying. Thank you for that hope, God. And I just want people to know that hope is available, not to miss it, but to come to Christ and to find the empty place filled. That, that's why we're here. We want, we want people to know you love them. And, Father, as we honor moms, uh, Father, we do want to present the gospel clearly, that you forgive all sin. That's what the cross accomplished. And that when we come to you, we find one that's ready to love us. So, Father, I pray this morning as an altar is open, maybe people need to come and pray. 
I know there's some people who are hurting because their mom is um, already in heaven, not here, and they miss them. Other people have trouble uh, with their mom because of circumstances. And I pray you would, Father, intervene there, God. Bring healing and, and just work in hearts, God. It's too big for me, but not for you. Just help those people that are hurting. Um, Father, we just pray that you be glorified because we believe that you're the hope and that you're the answer. And Father, for one here who maybe is ready to just say, okay, I'm ready to pray for Jesus to enter my heart and to find love. I never quite understood what the church thing was all about. And now I get it. It's about a love that is invaluable, a love that can't be measured and it's available to me. So, Father, if, if that's the case, anyone here, may they just say, Jesus, forgive me of my sin, enter my heart. Turn me your direction, Lord. And that's salvation. And, Father, have you worked? If there's someone here and you prayed that prayer, someone here and, and you need to come to the altar, come to the altar, pray. Come, I, I'd be willing to pray with you at the front. But, Father, just uh, whatever you want to do, Lord, uh, however you want us to follow you, maybe it's to come and, and join this particular fellowship today. Um, to be baptized and follow through with baptism. I don't know. I just want, Father, you to be glorified. And, and if you speak to us, that we do business with you. In your name we pray.